welcome to the Revolutionized Podcast. I'm Peggy Caruso, owner of Life Coaching and Beyond. I'm an eight-time successful entrepreneur and an author of four books. My one book soon to be released in the fall of 2019, so stay tuned. I have two amazing guests. I normally only have one, so this is going to be a great conversation because what the two of them do coincide with what I do as an executive and personal development coach. So welcome, ladies. Hi. Hi, thank you. We're going to start by having each one of them tell you just a little bit about what they do. So, Julie, we'll start with you. Okay, so I am a pain management consultant and a relaxation therapist. Oh, um, I like that because that works with what I do. Yeah, I mean, it definitely can go hand in hand. The thing I like to focus on is that everyone in their life has some type of pain in one way or another, whether it's physical, emotional, and it definitely affects your health and wellness. So I like to kind of support my clients in finding ways that they can change some things within their lifestyle to reduce and actually get rid of that pain and be able to live the life that they are happy with. You know what's amazing by what you just said? A lot of people will come to me and say, or and they probably say it to you as well, I don't have any pain. I don't have any emotional or physical pain. But what is the magic word that you would use to say, yes, you do? Yeah, the one word I would use is stress. Everyone has stress in their life. And yes. that certainly affects your physical health as well as your emotional health. So that's one factor that you would definitely consider. Do you think, because this is very interesting, I um, have a personal experience with it as well, that just because you have stress now and they think that it doesn't affect you, it can affect you later in life. Absolutely. Especially if you don't learn how to deal with it in a healthy way from the start, because it just keeps building up and causing more and more issues that may not come out for years down the road. But at that point, it can be a, a very severe health issue. Sure. And we'll get into that in, in greater depth. Nikki, so what do you do? Hi, I'm Nikki Yozo. I am a personal development coach that specializes with children. Oh, yay, because guess what? We're going back to school. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and so take what Julie said about stress and then take what Nikki does with children. And do you see how stress affects children and families? Yeah, coaching is great for everyone. But kids, they definitely benefit from it. People don't think that kids are stressed because they don't tell their parents about it. But you know, they, they come in here and find out that they have a lot going on that people don't really know. Their parents don't think and that they do. And Absolutely. And you have a child. I do. Okay. So I coach him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can use your own tools and techniques on your child. Perfect. So when children come to you, do you think that it's important for the family to be involved? Yeah, I work side by side with the parents and the kids. That way, everybody's on the same page. If you have the kids trying to make improvements and the parents don't know, then the kids feel like they're the only ones making changes and it doesn't work. Bingo. I have dealt with a lot, as you know, I've dealt with a lot of children in coaching. And so parents need to be aware of the changes in the child. But but again, it's a behavioral pattern of the parent where they're not in tune with the child making any progress. So if the child screams every day for seven days and they get down to one day, the parent focuses on the child is still screaming. But no, the child's not screaming Absolutely. for six days. Do you see that? I say that all the time. They think any progress is progress, but they, it, you know, it took years to build the patterns that these kids have and they, you know, it takes a while to fix them. Right. It's and, continuous work. And, and I hope for any parent listening out there that we're not saying that, you know, you're not focusing on your children or. But right. the, the, the thing is, if you have a child and you decide to take them into coaching, please be patient because 
change is hard. You know, it's so funny. I had a, a conversation the other day with a parent who um, was complaining about their child being grouchy and, you know, giving them disciplinary action, which I'm super good on firm and fair. But don't forget that you're grouchy some days as well. So <laughs> I think sometimes as parents, I'm a parent, that you just need to to become aware and scale it back a little bit so that you understand your child. Would you agree, Julie? I totally agree. And I actually, as you were talking about that, was thinking about um, the fact that we need to be patient with ourselves too. It takes us time to make changes and to learn how to manage our stress and take care of ourselves. So we can't expect our kids to just pick it up off the bat either, you know? Right. And then there are the extreme cases in parents where they don't discipline or they don't, you know, they baby their children too much. That is a huge problem in today's society. Uh, The other problem that I see a lot is um, in the heat of the moment when the kid does something wrong and the parent gets angry, of course we all get angry, and then they threaten them with a unrealistic punishment. And you know that you're never going to stick to it. So then the kid's like, well, you know, they didn't stick with that. I can get away with doing that. And then they can't understand when you do stick with the punishment. It's just it needs to be consistent. Right. That is the number one thing I have taught through all the years that I've been doing this is consistency. First of all, as you said, you have to discipline your child, but make it realistic. Because if it's unrealistic and you don't stick to it, you're causing more harm. So if you can make it like, okay, I think I can do that. Even if they're being sweet, you don't want to say like, oh, they're being so nice. I'm just going to give in. No, you have to stay consistent. So make it a realistic. You want to, but you can't. So you have to make it a realistic uh, goal. So going back to school, do you have a tip that you could give a parent or do you have? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the major things is routine. Routine is so important. And it's then everybody knows what to expect. Like we even do something simple at our house where we put a calendar on the fridge. So it says Monday through Sunday and you know, everything's on there. And then everybody knows what they need to be doing. My son looks forward to it. He runs down the stairs and what's going on today after school. So it's not a surprise when he comes home from school, he already knows what to expect. So routine is really important. Wow. That's really that is really important. Yeah. yeah, I think we take for granted how important it is, especially when life gets chaotic and we kind of get away from it. Then you realize how it affects you. <laughs> how does what you do, Julie, um, with um, pain management, with children and stress and families, how does that play into going back to school? Well, typically that can be a stressful time if you allow it to be. So I think, like Nikki said, if you can get into a routine, but if you can also get into some good self-care habits, it's really going to help you to manage that stress and to manage all the things that are going to be thrown at you as the school year goes on. And, you know, like maybe your child starts to have some challenges or maybe he gets really stressed about something going on in school. And if you're taking care of yourself, you're going to be better equipped to model some good behaviors and habits for your children as well as support them and help them to overcome the challenges that are coming towards them. Oh, that is amazing. Um, Nikki, another essential step for back to school what would you say uh communication communication is key in everything that we do oh yeah um (laughs) you know so many parents think that their their kids tell them a lot of things but I have the kids they come to me and I'm like are you open do you communicate with your parents yes we do but I don't know how to tell them this so you know we help them to 
tell them the things that are difficult. So it's not just everyday things. They need to be able to communicate with you about all things in their life. Okay. So Julie, you talk about also being a relaxation therapist. And so a lot of people are like, oh, whatever. I don't need that. But I think everybody needs that. I do it every day of my life. I work on myself every day. I have the techniques and tools at the ready constantly, but I still work on myself every day. And relaxation is really important. Um, Why do you feel it's important? I have found even my own personal journey, like using the relaxation every day, it helps you to start your day with a better mindset. It helps your body to be calmer and you can respond to challenging, stressful situations in a much calmer way. And you're, you're more positive. Like you look at situations in a more positive way rather than always going to the negative and thinking the worst. And that really changes the outcome of mm-hmm. situations if you're able to look at them in a more positive way and are more calm. A lot of people think positivity, oh yeah, okay. But if you think about it, positive and negative cannot occupy the mind at the same time. Negative is a dominant emotion and I use this every day all the time. Why do you always hear people say there's 50% chance of rain? They, you never hear people walking around, there's 50% chance of sunshine, right. you know, yep. because negative is a dominant emotion. So you have to work harder to make it positive. So if we all learned different techniques to make it positive, can you imagine how nice school would be? I mean, Nikki, um, you know what's coming up with the bullying yep. and all the issues in school. And um, I use gratitude with the kids. They love it. They look forward to it. Like um, I started, you know, at, at first they think it's difficult to come up with a couple things every morning that they're grateful for, but then they start to look through for it throughout the day you know they go through the day trying to find the positive things and it really helps I make my son journal every day and he does and he looks forward to writing his positive affirmations in the morning and his gratitude he loves it I agree 100% I think it's also like you know you start your day on that note and if you can end your day by looking at all the positive things and all the blessings that you have it's a great way to just fall asleep at night you know with a positive mindset I agree and so we hear a lot in today's society about meditation and people don't understand it. There's no right or wrong way. It's the ultimate goal is about clearing your mind. So, um, Nikki, what about children? Is it important for children to learn like meditation techniques and Parents would be like, what are you talking about? I can't even get them to do their homework. <laughs> but they do things that the parents don't know they do. When I uh, I use deep breathing a lot because that helps kids no matter what. They use it during the day. They use it at night. They use it when they're angry, when they're sad. And I have them practice it at night. And they love it. But the parents don't even, you know, they have time. They don't even know they're doing it. And then the kids will come in and tell me, like, I used it for this situation. And this is how it helped. So it really is a benefit. It does. It helps in sadness even because yeah. if they're being bullied and you teach them breathing techniques, they can do them and then get themselves in a calm state of mind. Because when you're bullied, you're scared, you're panicked, you don't know what to do. But when you learn a breathing exercise, you learn to, it's a calming mechanism that, that, that reflects on your whole body. Julie, give me some things on that. Well, I definitely agree with that. It affects your whole body. And so... If you're able to calm yourself when you're feeling stressed, when you're feeling angry, um, frustrated, you're going to be able to think more clearly. Um, If you're really upset and angry, chances are you're not breathing in a calm way and your whole body is suffering because you're not getting the oxygen you need. And so your brain can't function the way that it should in order to think clearly and make good decisions on how to respond to that situation. So it really can help you calm your whole body and be able to respond in a more healthy way that doesn't 
cause more stress on your body. It can also help you sleep better. Absolutely. I like to practice some deep breathing before I go to bed at night just to help my whole sleep pattern. I notice a huge difference if I forget to do it one night. Right. And it de-stresses you from the day. Absolutely. So in my experience of corporate coaching as well, we do a lot of time and stress management. And we talked about how stress also affects children. Do you think time management has an impact on children? Oh, absolutely. What are some things um, that could help children relative to time management? I think if kids have the ability to, you know, plan ahead and know how to manage their time, you know, if it comes to homework, to activities that they're in, it's going to make it a lot easier for them to get through the day and to keep things organized and get those things done that they need to do. If there's a lot of chaos and they're not able to, like, plan for those things, they're going to feel a lot more stress, in my opinion. Do you feel that parents can give children too many activities and overwhelm them? Like, I think activities are very healthy for your children. I think it is um, a a good, it teaches them team building and and focus and everything. But do you see any, um, like, where they get their children involved in so much for fear of I want to keep them out of trouble that it right. becomes troublesome to the children yeah it's it's overwhelming like think about when we have so many things that we have to do on a daily basis and we always say like I have to, I can't you know I can only be in one place at one time and the kids feel like that they don't they you know they need to be in sports or activities or whatever to be involved but then they need time to just relax and be kids mm-hmm. and just you know just relax and I See that um, with technology. Everybody is, uh, I feel like a lot of the kids have technology that shouldn't at a certain age. And so we could go on and on and on about that. But technology is good because they have to advance with it. But it can also be scary and overwhelming. So I think if every family would learn about balance, I think that is key. Do you Mm -hmm. agree, Julie? Yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking about the fact that we need to learn to balance, um, you know, fun, work, and all the activities that we have going on in our life. Sure. Well, this has been a really, really, really good podcast. So if they were looking to get a hold of you for, um, you know, so you could further explain about this pain management, relaxation, different things for the family, how could they get a hold of you, Julie? Um, They can get a hold of me through my cell phone, which is 814-594-8858, or through my email address, which is empowering health 2019 at gmail.com great and nikki how about you yeah they can get a hold of me on my cell phone 814-335-4821 or on the life coaching and beyond website right because nikki is also a coach here at life coaching and beyond so if you don't know how to get a hold of julie or you run into a problem with her email please give me uh, a shout out here at life coaching and Thank you for joining into the Revolutionized Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.